0: Miami Hurricanes are big underdogs against Clemson this weekend, but stranger things have happened in college football this season. So what's it going to take for the Hurricanes to pull off a minor miracle?
1: You are Locked On Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: I am Alex Dano, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by Underdog. Sign up on UnderdogFantasy.com with the promo code LOCKED ON and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Saturday, 30 p.m from Death Valley your Miami Hurricanes 19 point underdogs will try and hand the Clemson Tigers just their second loss on the year hurricanes are five and five one win away from bull eligibility Clemson are nine and one on the season let's bring on our good friend our boy blue Larry Bluestein uh, who does an awesome job covering South Florida High School sports but college sports pro sports and he's on wqam every single week in miami blue how are you
1: good good thanks so much alex appreciate you having us on
0: oh listen the, the pleasure is all mine blue and okay so if we're looking matchups wise miami against clemson I want to start with Miami's offensive line, which unfortunately for everyone has just been decimated by injury this year. And so I look at the situation, uh, I think Lawrence Seymour, who did well last week, is going to have to step up big. Uh, Inez Cooper, the true freshman who's been playing really well at right guard, Seymour at left guard, the two of them are really going to have to step up this week against arguably the best defensive line that they're going to face all year blue. So is Miami going to be able to keep their quarterback somewhat protected and maybe open up a few running lanes?
1: Well, thank goodness their quarterback is mobile. Yes, <laughs> so, <laughs> It's um, yeah, it's, it's kind of tough. I mean, you, you got a lot of, like you mentioned Cooper and then obviously big baby Larry, uh, Lawrence Seymour and guys who are, you know, I mean, not used to the big battles yet. And, and obviously Clemson is loaded up front. They've always been, uh, you know, they seem like they just, you know, grow, grow more claws. You rip one off, they grow another one. And, you know, like the Hydra. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The dolphins were beneficiary with getting Wilkins back in the day and, you know, so on. But, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a challenge, obviously, for Miami. You know, I mean, this is a big step up to, you know, this is by far the best team they'll play all year. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, I mean, obviously, you look at games against A&M and, and, and certainly FSU, who did real well. So the only measuring stick you can make is the fact that, uh, you know, F- Florida State played Clemson pretty tough. You know, I mean, you got to understand uh, that uh, Miami's, uh, you know, they're they're fighting an uphill battle because they're trying to break in new kids uh, without a lot of depth. So um, uh, it, it's going to be challenged for that offensive line because, as you mentioned, defensive fronts real good. Their front seven's real good. Linebacking core is yeah. very active, makes plays. So Miami's obviously got their work cut out, but no different than any other week this year.
0: Yeah, I've I've taken over the last twenty four hours or so a little bit of a like a deeper dive into to some of the stats and some of the footage on Clemson's recent games. So uh, I think the season wide stats don't tell the full story because you see a team that season long is really really tough to run the football against right. and top rushing defense in the ACC, but. For what it's worth, in their last three games, they've been kind of pedestrian against the run. Uh, you know, against some very good running teams like Florida State and Notre Dame, both ran for over 200 yards against Clemson. Louisville ran for 150 team yards against Clemson last week, so their their rushing defense stats have taken a little bit of a dip. Um, you know, I think on the Miami side of it, we definitely see some signs that Jalen Knighton is becoming you know the guy that he was last year, which I hope bodes right. well. Uh, But let's talk about the quarterback as well, Blue, because you teased it. Um, Obviously, more than likely, it's going to be Jakari Brown starting again for Miami. There's some good and some bad that comes with that, because obviously, a true freshman getting a start in an environment like that, it does make you a little bit nervous. But from a football standpoint, he's shown a lot of poise, has Brown, when he's appeared this year, uh, including last week at Georgia Tech. And His ability to run and fight for yards, not only good for Miami's rushing offense, but also opens things up for the other runners. So how do you see Jakari Brown faring against Clemson Blue? And also, they don't have a whole lot of tape on him, which could work in Miami's favor.
1: Yeah, obviously, you're right. I mean, it could. But uh, the thing is, is, uh, he had that game last week where he broke in in his home state with a bunch of people that he knew in the stands. So to me, even though the crowd wasn't, uh, you know, what it's going to be this weekend, I think the pressure was more on him last week because Mm -hmm. here he is, uh, the prodigal son returns to the state where he did a tremendous job at Lowndes County and Valdosta, which is Southern Georgia, but still. And he had, I think, close to 60, 70 fans, uh, family and friends at the game. And he seemed to come through, you know, with flying colors. I mean, he, yeah, there's a lot to learn. Remember, he's a redshirt freshman. This was his real first a true action. A freshman. Of yeah, right, exactly. Of multiple, um, uh, of multiple um, uh, snaps. So, I yeah, he's. I don't, you know, it's going to rattle anybody to go into a place like Death Valley. You know that as well as I do, but. I think being an afternoon game kind of tempers it a little bit, yeah. you know, you have those night games where sometimes, and I remember, you know, the, the worst places to play at night or LSU, Clemson, Gainesville, play Tennessee, places like that, because the students have all day to get kind of you know <laughs> crazy for the game. And it's no different here in Clemson. It's known as a party atmosphere and, Usually you get those kids, you know, starting their little party in around, you know, 11 or 12 and by seven o'clock at night and kickoff, they're more than primed to go. I think this plays and people don't realize that playing an afternoon game may temper things a little bit. Yeah, the crowd's still going to be boisterous and it's still going to be a pro Clemson crowd. But I think he'll block that out. His first hit, you know, his first reception. Uh, And then all of a sudden, you know, let's get down to business. And I I think he'll be fine. He's, he's the type of guy. And you could see already that he's going to be a quality uh, quarterback. He's a quality athlete. And one of the uh, more intelligent kids on the team, as far as grades, Uh, you know, he and Restrepo and Redding have all gotten it done in the classroom as well. So, I think to answer your question, I think he'll be okay. You know, I mean, it's we know Clemson going in is the better team. I mean, there's no oh, yeah. hiding that fact. But, uh, he's, you know, the one thing he has got to stay away from is mistakes. And I said mm-hmm. that to our good friend uh, Vish a couple of weeks ago about, the, you know, about uh, the game against Texas A&M when he was out there. And he said, What do you think? I said, Well, they can't make mistakes. And look at happened with Miami. He almost gave the game away in the first couple of minutes against AM. Um, so they gotta start, stay away from that. And that's you know, if he makes that mistake, he's just gotta, you know, come out, shake it off, and like go back right on the horse. Because if you don't, that game could get away real quick, you know. I mean, real yeah. quick, and yeah, because they've got the talent. They've got a running game. Uh, they can throw the ball a little bit. Their offensive line is real good. Um, they have a kid from South Florida who starts for them as well. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I think he'll be fine. I, You know, it's just I th- I'm more relaxed in the fact that he had his first start already.
0: I agree. I agree. Well, you speak of mistakes, and that's something I want to talk about here on the other side because actually – Clemson's been a little prone to making mistakes as of late and that that's something Miami needs to take advantage of if they don't force mistakes they cannot win this football game that is part of the path to victory so we're going to talk about that right after we talk about the awesome folks at underdog fantasy guys I'm having a blast every single week this episode is brought to you by underdog fantasy the easiest place to spice up college football season It's so easy to get started and easy to play while you're watching your favorite teams play. I've been playing underdog since uh, I think it was the 2020 season when I got started. So guys, uh, head to the underdog website. Uh, create your account. You can also use the Underdog mobile app, which is very easy. It takes minutes to set it up. Uh, and guys, I'm looking this week. We do the Pick'em contests in college football, which is so much fun. You simply select two, three, or four, or five college football players and predict if they're going to go over or under their stat projections. A couple that I like this week, I like Wisconsin quarterback Graham Mertz higher than a 182.5 passing yards against Nebraska. And I'm going to take higher on USC receiver Jordan Addison, higher than 73 and a half passing yards against UCLA. So feel free to use my selections in yours. You can fade my selections if you want to do whatever you want. There's so many to go through at underdog fantasy. Go and make your own picks, guys. It's easy to play and it's available in over 30 states. Just pick between two and five players across any teams, not just your Canes, and decide if they're going to finish higher or lower. It's one of the easiest fantasy to play games out there. And, guys, you can win cold, hard cash in a single game, by the way. Sign up with our promo code LOCKED ON. That's all one word locked on and underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred bucks. If you deposit a hundred bucks, they give you an extra hundred bucks free. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the underdog fantasy app in the app store or the Google store. That's underdog fantasy promo code locked on. Get in on the college football pick em action today. Thank you so much for making locked on Canes. Your first listen. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Someone, Blue, who's been excelling in Miami's defense and was officially anointed as a starter. Uh, that's Wesley Bassaint at linebacker. Now, he did start last week, and Mario was asked about it. Like, was that, like, kind of a, a one-time thing? How are his reps going to play out? No, he is. he is now a starting linebacker at the University of Miami, Mario says. And, Blue, it's well-deserved because, you know, Miami's got some linebackers that – you know, have some athletic limitations. Besaint doesn't. He looks like a Miami linebacker. You watch the way he pursues, how fast he is, how hard he hits, how smart he is. That looks like a Miami linebacker. Now, I'm sure uh, out of everyone who's watched this young man, you've watched him more than most. So you're probably not very surprised to see Mr. Besaint excelling the way that he is.
1: Well, there's a reason Alex at 20 minutes after Mario Cristobal's initial press conference, he was standing at Miami central uh, because he knew uh, even though he was all the way across country uh, you know, he knew how valuable a player like this could be. I mean, you know, he had a kid in Justin Flo, so he understands how good a, a marquee linebacker could be for your team and he's exactly, you know, you take a look at the roster and obviously there's a lot of players that Mario Cristobal and his staff would not have recruited. Now that's a given because anytime you come into a situation, there's a reason why you're there. You know, there's a reason why you're the new coach at a place and he's definitely one of the kids that would be recruited and probably one of the high priorities. Uh, Watching him in high school, he was a man child. Often drew double team uh, from from uh, the opposition, uh, taking on blocks, uh, and just a very intelligent kid. And that's the one thing. And that's the one I think if you look at any of the teams that Mario Cristobal has coached, even going back to the Rutgers and the FIU days, you always had smart kids, you know, and those the guys who were intelligent. And you know that's no mistake because if you remember. Uh, Jimmy Johnson's philosophy back in the day, when somebody asked them, you know, what's the secret? He goes, well, when we were with the Cowboys, my first four picks one year, they were all academic, all Americans. Oh yeah. And, uh, and you think about that. And that's, you look at Wesley, Wesley's a very, not only high football IQ, but just high Q in general, IQ in general. So yeah, no surprise, uh, game player, uh, practice player, because Remember, in, in this regime, practice is everything. And that's why when you see a lot of these players who aren't playing in games, no matter what the parents may say, they're not at the practices. And he emphasizes you practice how you play. And he, people might think that's a trite statement, but that's something that's a model that he lives by. And somebody like a Wesley Bessane gave it up in practice to the point where they were so impressed and that's how you win jobs. And that's how you maintain your job. And yeah, Wesley's a different level guy. And, and that's what you do. You know, you bring in the Francis Mao goes, you bring guys like in that. And then a couple of years, you're going to say, well, you know what, we've got studs everywhere and that's, what's going to happen.
0: Um, so I look at Miami's defense against Clemson's offense, and obviously the player who scares us most is Will Shipley. Uh, that's You know, you you got to try and keep him contained. You can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Now, uh, DJ Weunglele doesn't scare me too much. You know, he's obviously big and he's capable of making plays, but he's right. just been very Jekyll and Hyde. Um, And and something that Clemson has been prone to in recent games, Blue, is coughing the football up. They've got nine turnovers committed over their past three games. Now, again, uh, you can't really compare Georgia Tech to Clemson as an opponent. I'm not trying to do that, but Hurricanes do come off a four-takeaway performance, right? Three of those by Cam Kinchins, who's an absolute stud. Tyreek Stevenson had an interception. Miami's going to have to do something like that, Blue. I think you're going to need to to win that turnover margin plus two, plus three, or even plus four to win this game. Do you think Miami can can do something like that this week?
1: Well, I'm sure they could, you know, whether they do or not. I mean, it's going to have to, you know, these kids are going to have to play hard. They're going to have to hit hard. They're going to have to anticipate. They're going to have to understand that, you, as you mentioned, Will Shipley's as good as any back you're going to face. I mean, he's quick. He gets to the outside. He's tough to bring down. And I remember him coming out of high school and a lot of people were saying, you know, this kid may be a one trick pony. He, but he catches the ball too. You see, that's the Mm. thing that that'll get you. So you're going to have to, you know, come up with big plays. And I've seen him, you know, I think it was in the Notre Dame game. I mean, he coughed up the ball twice, Uh, once in a crucial situation. The other one was, you know, I think it was like on a third and long. Uh, And they were, they were back in their own territory, which, you know, kind of hurt them a little bit, but Yeah. No, they've, they've got to make plays and they've got to force these fumbles. They can do it, but you know, they've got to be able to. And as you mentioned with Cam Kitchens, that gives you another dimension of somebody who's kind of knows the landscape in the secondary. So you never know what happens, but you got to play pressure on, on the quarterback and you got to limit the run game. You're not stopping it. I don't care what anybody thinks. You're not stopping the run game, but you're going to limit it. And uh, you have to, you have to kind of like those chunky, those chunk yards, you know, you got to keep away from those 30, 40 yard gains. You got to keep them to, you know, those minimal gains. If he averages four you know, two yards a carry for a while, then you're going to have to stop him sooner or later. You know, Blue, I'm
0: thinking about players who could be X factor different makers for Miami this week. Um, obviously coming off the game he just had, I'm looking at Jalen Knighton, the rooster who I'm, you know, you you talk about reports about certain guys or certain guy walking out of a practice and certain parents complaining about playing time. I wish they could all be like the rooster because honestly, I, I love the way that, you know, he, he was down, he was down the depth chart, was facing adversity, had that fumbling right. problem. Instead of taking his ball and going home, uh, he keeps showing up, working hard in practice. His opportunities came back. He's been thriving the last couple games. So, of course, he's going to be an X factor, I hope, this week. Um, you know, somebody I neglected to mention in one of my recent shows and a couple of listeners were like, well, Dono, you should have mentioned this guy. What kind of an impact do you think Frank Ladson can have on this game, Blue? Because if there's ever <laughs> a week to be motivated, right, he's going up against his former teammates there. And also, you know, he, he, he I'm sure and Cristobal talked about this a little bit. He can share some intel because he, he knows these Clemson players, you know, better than anybody on Miami staff does.
1: Yeah, well, he can share all the intel he wants, but if you can't stop the play... (laughs) You know, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of the one thing is, is, you know, like uh, you're tipping a kid off, tipping the fastball off to a batter, but you know, if he can't hit the fastball, he's not going to hit it. You know I mean? Right. But uh, right. uh, yeah, no, I think he's going to be very helpful to them. Uh, and, and obviously the, you know, the return of Don Cheney too is going to kind of help oh, yeah. a little bit. I think he's going to get a few carries are going to kind of limit him, Obviously this is his first action in a long time, but, He's, from what I understand, at practice and they went a few lives. Uh, he's got the goods and he's ready to go. And I, know, I
0: hear he's looked so good that he may have
1: inspired people to walk out of practice. <laughs> that's how. Yeah, good he yeah. Well, that's life. You know, <laughs> I mean, competition makes the world go round and it makes you better. And uh, you know, if you're not ready for, and especially again with this regime, every Monday Mario Cristobal and his staff open the depth chart up. So you yeah. gotta you gotta earn your depth chart ranking, and that's that's the only way to do it. I, you know, I mean, it it comes right out of the the Jimmy Johnson school, the the Butch Davis school of coaching, where nothing is given to you, and yeah. uh, you have to earn everything. And I think that's what's made that's what will make Miami a better team. The competition, the the understanding that no no uh, position is won. You have to earn it.
0: Larry Bluestein is with us here. Uh, He does an awesome job. AM 560 Sports WQAM. He's been covering South Florida high school sports at a high level for a really, really, really long time. When we come back, I want to take a look at some of the odds. I want to put Blue on the hot seat for a game pick. I'm going to make a game pick as well. So I'm not I'm not just going to throw Blue under the bus. I'm going to give you a game pick for this one as well. Uh, and I, I want to talk a, a little recruiting with Blue because he's so dialed in. You know, there's a certain South Florida-based running back who recently decommitted from Ohio State. We are all wondering what he is going to do next. So we will talk about that and more after we talk about new Oh, my goodness, guys. <laughs> I'm getting older. I'm pushing 40. I've been fighting off the dad bod. And one of the reasons why I've actually been winning that fight against the dad bod is because of new You want to feel more like your old self again. You know, you were thinking, Oh, I don't have time to work out, but I wanted the energy and the body that I once had. Then you discovered new and you will feel fully revived and you'll work out like you used to guys. If you're feeling like you just can't get in shape, it's not your fault because as men age, our body naturally loses free testosterone. That's the man hormone happens to every man and can make it more difficult to stay in shape and stay energetic. Do you remember when winning used to feel easy? That's because when you're younger, you were at the peak of your testosterone production. Let's get that swagger back guys. If you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging, NuGenix total T testosterone booster with testophen will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts get you better results at the gym, and help you look and feel more like the man you want to be. Nugenics Total Tea contains man-boosting key ingredients like testifin. It has been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. While every product professes quality, many other products use generic ingredients that are often far less clinical grade. With NuGenix Total Tea, you get the same clinical potency levels used in the trials. And NuGenix formulation is backed by 10 years of science and research. Nugenics Total T can help re-energize your life and help get you back to being the powerful, confident, good-looking warrior that you used to be. Now, you can get a complimentary bottle of NuGenix Total Tea when you text COLLEGE. To 231231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenix Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast. Absolutely free. Text college to 231231. Text college to 231231. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Get a complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total Tea when you text college to 231231. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Uh, Blue, uh, a couple days ago, a couple nights ago, Mark Fletcher, uh, which I don't know, people have been suspecting this for months that he could decommit from Ohio State. Uh, So that wasn't that surprising to me, the four star running back out of American Heritage that he decommitted from OSU. The thing that's uh, a little bit frustrating from my standpoint as a Miami Hurricanes guy is I know that Mario and staff have been putting in the work on this guy constantly. He's even said it like they don't stop recruiting me like they are relentless. And then on the day that he decommits the Florida Gators are considered the strong favorites because he just had a visit there and then he decommits about a day and a half after his yeah. visit to Florida. So most of the signs seem to be pointing to the Gators. What do you think happens there blue with Mark Fletcher? Cause Miami need a running back really badly in this class. Uh, can Miami turn it around or is it Florida's battle to lose?
1: Well, I think they can. And, and, and the one thing is where Miami has, no definitive guy that that's their number one uh, you know, Paris ran really well. As you mentioned, Rooster ran pretty well. Florida's got at the end, the young kid uh, speaking about Clemson, his younger brother who starts for Florida and Florida's got kids like Naquan Wright on the bench, who uh, is the type of guy he, Naquan Wright is the next Duke Johnson who'll catch 70 balls out of the backfield in the NFL. Uh, They've got two or three guys that are still waiting. Remember another uh, kid, the Bowman kid, who, uh, you know, transferred out of there and went to UCF after being at Clemson and being everywhere. Florida is a place, a destination now, because everybody sees the future and everybody sees what Coach Napier has done. But that being said, um, you hate to bring this in, but it's part of the landscape of college football, Alex, that, uh, the NILs. And, oh, yeah, uh, for sure. And I think that, you know, you look at Jaden Rashada and what happened with him became a battle of NIL money. And that's why I told you before the transfer portal this year will be more active than it's ever been because of the fact that the NIL, uh, these kids who are sophomores and fresh or juniors in college, are looking at the situation and say, wait a minute, these freshmen have never done a thing and they're getting yeah. X amount of dollars. We need to get our uh, chunk of, you know, uh, of it as well. So that's, what's going to happen. And I, I'm pretty sure that's what's happening in in, in this deal. Uh, you know, uh, because, of the fact that now it's become such a, you know, I mean, even with the you know the accusations with uh, uh, Jimbo Fisher and and, and uh, Coach Saban, uh, Nick Saban, you know about oh that's how you're building your roster. Well, that's how everybody's building their roster now because it's yeah. it's legal to to do it. I think if he ends up with Miami, he'll because of the fact that he's got early playing time. Uh, you know, he could jump right in the mix. He'll be that short yardage back. You know, in close. He'll be that power back. He's a downhill runner. He's a Big Ten kid.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: you know, obviously Miami's going to change their philosophy a little bit. You know, I um, I don't know if Dad Franklin's even in this in the mix anymore. I yeah. mean, it,
0: probably not. Who knows? Probably but, you know, not. I don't know for yeah, sure, so, but probably not.
1: So that's another reason, too. You still got the kid um, uh, that did extremely well. Uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, the kid got hurt, freshman kid. Oh, came Citizen. in. Citizen. Citizen. So, if you and, and we found out that you could have four or five backs and it still might not be enough yeah. because if you remember when Rooster and Parrish and you know were going were hurt and they needed somebody to step up, they didn't have enough, you know, enough backs. So, there's a lot of selling in that. Uh, definitely an asset if he comes, but I could understand if he doesn't, you know, I mean, it's just because right. he has to look out for what he's, you know, his best interest.
0: Well, let's take a look. Uh, For my best interest, when it comes in potentially wagering on games this weekend, let's take a look at some, some of the numbers here, courtesy of Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered. Get it? This season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So blue we're, we're looking at Miami and Clemson uh, at a time earlier this week Clemson were favored by 19 and a half uh, the, you know that number has shrunk ever so slightly the Hurricanes are now plus 19 underdogs in this one um, Listen, I got to tell you I I I'm not I don't feel strongly about this particular number to to bet Miami plus 19 nor Clemson minus nine, minus 19 because it's a big number but I am predicting a 31 to 17 Clemson victory. So I think Miami's going to keep it within that. Uh, I, I think we're going to see Miami play relatively mistake-free football, and Jakari Brown's going to make enough plays to keep it close. I think the Tigers will probably pull away late. If Miami can keep it close for three quarters, I would be somewhat satisfied with that, given how bad they've looked at some points this season. So uh, I think Clemson's going to win the game, but maybe not cover that spread. What do you think? Do you have a prediction?
1: Well, you know, I mean, I thought, you know, coming into the game, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I really, I probably thought a little bit differently after the Florida State game. Oh, yeah. Uh, but now I, you know, I said 43 uh, 20. That was my initial, uh, you know, gut reaction to a game like this where, they're going to be able to score. They're going to be able to run the ball. They're going to be able to do things. They're at home. Uh, Miami may get a few mop up, you know, a score at the end. I think it. Uh, I and I, I go in thinking that that probably will be more more likely the score. Uh, you know, I mean, it could be a little bit closer, obviously, it, but if Miami starts turning the ball over, I think forty three twenty is kind of generous, especially uh, <laughs> what this team is capable of doing. You know, I mean, and and you lo- lose. And I, you got to, you know, even though people say, well, you can't pair, can compare this game, but you lose forty-two by forty-two points to your bitter rival at home, and yeah. uh, you know you're going on the road against a team that's notoriously beat your butt. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: and a team that beat the rival that beat yes, you at yes, exactly. At
1: three at home. Yeah. Exactly. But if you go by that, uh, that thinking like that, uh, Duke beat Georgia Tech and Miami handled Georgia
0: Tech. That's so, a good point.
1: You know, it's a very yeah. good point. So, and, and also, and and, and
0: and Georgia Tech beat Pitt, so Miami should be in good shape next week. Then,
1: exactly. If you go by that, <laughs> so, uh, but I'll I'll leave it at that. You know, I mean, you, you and I've been through this enough that you know you try to you say, well, Miami's going to do this and that, and then you become r- realistic because yeah. now you're at the realistic point because you know that it's not going to stay like this. You know that it's going to be elevated every single game, every single year. And uh, next year when we are talking and, you know, cause I don't think they'll play Clemson for a while now because they're not in that little group. But it, the thing is, is next year with the Texas A&M and, 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 and a pretty good program, Florida state on the road uh, you know, I think they're going to improve and, and that's all you could ask for. And, you know, two years ago when Te- uh, Mike Norvell took over FSU, All you kept hearing is he's not the answer. He's not the answer. He's gone. So, But I do believe that Mario Cristobal and his staff are the answer, no matter what parents or anybody says. Because, And I'm not trying to be brash, but I kind of have more insight than a lot of those parents and a lot of those people there. And I know definitely what's going on. And you could see by just being at the press conferences that this is killing him. Because he's a winning guy. He's got a pride. He's got a lot of ego in in him, a prideful ego. And uh, he doesn't want to stand for this. And that's why you're going to see all these changes. Uh, yeah. But uh, I I think, um, yeah, I, I, I think we know where they're at. Uh, and, and, you know, if they make a ball, it's fine. If they don't, then, you know, you utilize next year and use it as motivation. That's all.
0: So by the way, for everyone wondering uh, courtesy of bet online, the over under for this game is forty eight. Uh, if you oh. go by if you go by my predicted final score, it's a push, and I didn't do yeah. that on purpose. But if you go by blues predicted final you score, lose. you think no, no, you think about the over, right? Oh, the, the over, over,
1: yeah, yeah okay. Yeah yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, you think about you think about the over for for blue. Um, you know, one more I wanted to ask you about quick because I'm looking at these numbers on bet online. Um, so another ACC matchup, blue Pittsburgh at home against Duke, uh, is Pittsburgh really seven and a half points better than the Duke blue devils. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to say the wrong team's favored. Cause Pitt probably wins that game. I mean, a Canada is just such a special back, but, uh, I, I would have thought honestly Duke at Pittsburgh, I thought maybe that's like a four or three and a half type of spread game, seven and a half in Pitt's favor seems like a big spread.
1: You get, in the row, you get in the home seven. You know, that's what yeah. it is. You usually get that touchdown at home. And, I, I mean, it's not out of the realm. They've played real well, you know, at times. But then they've played ugly at other times. But this illustrates the ACC. The ACC, with the exception of maybe one or two teams, you don't know what's going to happen from week to week. You, you don't because you've got – there's so many teams, even teams like Boston College. Who you know they'll give you a runner Virginia Tech, just when you don't think that they will. So yeah, yeah. no, I understand what you're saying. I would just side on Pittsburgh uh, with the points because, or, or given the points because of the fact that anything could happen. And I'm, they're not looking. Yeah. They're they're not looking ahead to Miami. Miami's looking ahead to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, which may not be a good thing for Miami, but yeah. So, guys, those numbers are brought to you by Bet Online. They have you covered with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Larry Bluestein, can't thank you enough for your time. Anytime, uh, even though even though you're picking Clemson, and actually I am as well. So if you guys want to be mad at uh, at Blue, you can be mad at me as yeah. well. Um, anything you want to promote blue? Uh, cause you know, I, I was lucky enough to be a guest on your show, uh, this week, which was awesome. When's your, when's your, uh, when's your next show? Cause I know you, you sometimes get moved around for the sports schedules. When can we next hear the South Florida high school sports show?
1: Well, we're back in the Eastern time zone this week. We're, uh, yes. instead of going nine thirty to eleven thirty, which was kind of a stretch, but we're back at eight to 10, uh, you know, following hurricane hotline. And then the following week we're, uh, six to eight. And we got to, you know, we're on, uh, whenever the Panthers, the university of Miami basketball or the Miami heat, we have to kind of dance around them, which is fine. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a really good show and I enjoy doing it. Is. And we have really, really good guests and, you know, we've had them throughout the entire season right now we are playoff oriented. So we have a lot of kids and a lot of coaches, but then when we get into January, February, and March, we start with our college coach segment And we'll have a head coach from all over. Mario was on last year. You know, we had basically everybody in the ACC on. So it's a fun it's a fun listen. And, uh, you know, our our podcasts off of that are really successful because people may not be able to, you know, tune in from eight to ten or six to eight. But they could always follow it up and go and listen to all the podcasts, the individual ones or the entire show. I love it. So make sure you check him out. And on Twitter, at Larry Bluestein. And guys,
0: make sure you check out Locked On Sports Today. That's your second listen after you make Locked On Canes. Your first listen, of course, from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, We'll talk to you guys again tomorrow before the Clemson game right here on Locked On Canes, part of the awesome Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.